So, hi everybody, this is Cahoots. Hello. And we're joined with a guest today that Kate's going to introduce. Yeah, uh, so that was Ben talking. Kate, hi. Uh, Today we have Daniel Shar. Hello. And uh, Daniel and I... Well, let's say let's say who Daniel is. Daniel yeah. is. Do you, do you, would you like to introduce yourself? I, as much as I want to hear your introduction, <laughs> I can tell that you don't want to give it. Yeah, no, I'm a little afraid. I'm a little um, afraid of like misrepresentation uh, here. Yeah, I am a comedy writer. Uh, I also perform and direct sometimes. Um, product of the Chicago comedy scene, and I have uh, my first feature just came out on uh, Amazon. Yes. What's, what's it called? So it's people... called Scraps. Um, I think there are a few titles called Scraps, so it's like a yellow poster illustrated dinner table with a bomb sort of in the middle. That's how you'll know. Or you can go to scrapsmovie.com to get the direct link for it. Nice. And nice. writer-director Daniel Shar will also be the info that you'll see next to it. So yeah. watch that, Scraps, not the other. Who cares? Yeah, whichever <laughs> the other ones are. I wonder what the... Yeah, who know. knows? Yeah. And whenever I get unlocked out of my Amazon account, I'll, I, I'm going to watch it. I haven't seen it yet. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Hard long story, yeah. boring story. Yeah, well, we'll go ahead and gloss over that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I met Daniel um, in college, and we both. I think I don't. I don't remember if this is the case for you, but for me, I was going to take the screenwriting course. It it conflicted with some of my courses for my major. Oh yeah, Daniel and I both like majored in things that we're not doing anymore. Me, architecture, journalism for me. <laughs> oh right <laughs> so, on. Uh, yeah, it's a good um, one. But we, we ended up in this play writing class. Because for me, it was like, oh, I can't do a screenwriting. Cool, I'll take this playwriting class. Mm-hmm. Was that the same for you? I okay. think so. I don't I don't even remember whether or not I tried to get in a screenwriting class, but I um, that playwriting class was a huge turning point for me in general. Yeah. Because before that class, I had zero friends at Mizzou. Um, oh, wow. I'd only been in like these huge lecture hall classes and... Um, you know, was like painfully shy at the time and, and just could not get out there and meet people. And so we were in this class of like maybe 10 people. Yeah. Um, wow. And we're... Our teacher was awesome. The teacher was yeah. very cool. And... Uh, she came from like the Iowa playwriting mm. intense school. She had like, you know, master's program. And so she was... I just remember short gray hair, full mm-hmm. of energy, used a lot of really colorful... Mm-hmm. metaphors and adjectives she was great yeah i mean fast forward to the end of the semester and i got to like rap battle for extra credit i think <laughs> or i think that was actually somebody else in the class rap battled me for extra credit and my extra credit was to like do stand up in speaker circle oh wow um on campus which is so like cool. where the evangelical preachers would like post up yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, with all their with like their 10 children you know all in long dresses it was very yeah Goodness. uh bizarre but yeah um well, and I remember because I remember there was one weird guy, which was always fun. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> but we have, we like you really kept up with several people because I know there's, there's two other people from that class who are also in LA still, uh, who I talk to from time to time. And who Kate does not talk to at all. No, I do. I, like, we're all Facebook <laughs> friends. I see, I, you know who I talked to, um, Ben. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's another Ben. There is another Ben on planet Earth in, in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, ben is acting. And um, remind me, Matt. Matt. Yeah. Matt. I've gotten coffee with a few times and have talked to. What's he? Is he working in like? He's a he? yeah. He's an assistant at a management company. Um, <laughs> I think before that he was working at like a voiceover agency. 
Yeah. But I think he's kind of on that track. He's also still writing things, I think, as well, but um, is going down that road of possibly working as a manager. Yeah. Nice. He, he definitely has, like, manager energy. Mm-hmm. So, wait, was there, a, was there not a film major at your school? Not when we were there, but I, don't I think, think there, was. there is now. Yeah. I want to say there is now. It's yeah. a different funny. world. I went yeah. to art school, so, like, I never had a lecture hall. I never had, mm-hmm. like, I think the most populated class I had was probably, like, 25. Oh, wow. But it was also just, like, it was, like, play school. It wasn't, like, a real college. Like, it, yeah, that's a, it's a totally different experience. I'm just always fascinated to hear about it. Which you went to SCAD, it's worth saying. I did. Yeah. In Savannah. No, I, I, I think, like... We went to a the, like one one of the land grant universities, so it's like a humongous school, big football program, big mm-hmm. like athletics department, all that stuff. So, yeah, we had these you know psychology one hundred and one with like I don't know two hundred and fifty people. Mm-hmm. It was insane. Jesus. Yeah, these huge like you walk into the lecture hall and you actually get dizzy looking down at the professor. Yeah, no, I mean I've, to, I've know, seen it in movies. I know yeah. what it looks like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But it's, it's like, like it's a weird. Fe- I mean, actually, I remember the first time you know my freshman year going to one of those classes and i was just this is like whoa not at all what i expected or knew yeah but, um but look you're both out here now we're both out here so then daniel went to so i graduated went to new york but we always kept in touch mm-hmm. and um i remember visiting you in chicago at one point and you so after graduation you went to chicago mm-hmm. do you want to like uh yeah i um well i did this like semester long program that second city does with columbia college chicago where they basically give and now you can actually major it in this this you can get like a four-year comedy degree um, but at the time, I, I think it was how helpful that is, though, <laughs> probably pretty pointless. I feel like the <laughs> the four month thing that we did was like incredible and life changing. But mm-hmm. like anything beyond that seems pretty unnecessary. I liked how they packed it in. Um, but so that's actually I think you came out. I think you were visiting yeah. like during our like graduation performance for that. But I ended up like forming a sketch group with three of the guys from that um when we all ended up in chicago after graduation and yeah just did like as much improv and sketch as i could for uh probably like four or five years <laughs> then had sort of a shift of focus into like m- making things that would last beyond just you know the ephemeral performance for the 20 people who showed up um so made like two web series projects and a tv pilot kind of all within the span of like a year or two and then scraps and then got the fuck out of town and came to LA. Oh, wow. I was so you like, made it in Chicago and came yeah. here. Nice. Okay, cool. And yeah. By the way, it's like it's a really fun and good movie, but then also just like totally shocking. Like having worked, I worked in production before I got into like storyboarding before I got into writing and directing. So like just the fact that you pulled that off in like two weeks too, right? Um, yeah, we had, I think we had like 20 production days and most of yeah. them were like f- half days really. Yeah, um, so it, it would amount to about, I think like between like 10 and 12 full days of production. Um, and to write a contained narrative in one house, one, you know, yeah, that's yeah. so difficult. I mean, I got insanely lucky and I did have uh, like a big network of people available to help out. But um, yeah, now that it's like out, I'm not afraid to say like we, by the end of production, it had only cost like l- under $2,000. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So that's a real fuck you to Robert Rodriguez. Like $7,000 <laughs> movie. Or yeah. Well, I did. When's your book coming out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rival to the, <laughs> yeah. the rebel yeah. crew or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's amazing. I mean, I just remember, uh, I remember being like home for the holidays and we got on the phone and you were just like, 
yeah any tips or you mm-hmm. know just like calling anybody who's like worked in production and i should be like man it's so fucking cool that you're doing this and that you are just like rented a house for two weeks got everyone together like yeah, yeah. i got very very lucky um but also i mean luck takes you so far you also like obviously set up a network there worked your ass off and then you right. know did this thing and actually like wrote a movie which is really hard <laughs> and you know yeah all the you did the work thank you well, yeah how, how i mean here's the the worst question everyone always it. asks but because you've mentioned an improv background how close to the script were you at the, were you in it or you know no i um just was directing it i wrote and directed it so like so were you like interested in people improvising or were you cracking yeah. the whip on the like how does that yeah it was um so the cast was were like four of the best improvisers in town wow. um and so i definitely wanted to like let them do yeah, their thing it was like part of the plan yeah, yeah. yeah and so i kind of based on like advice that i had gotten from people um like in conversations with kate and stuff it was like one of the big takeaways i got was like know the things that you absolutely like need that you need to be done exactly as they're written and know yep. the things that that can be more fluid and so that was kind of the approach was basically like i there were very few times where i was like i can you please like make yeah, sure you yeah. say this um, but for the most part i let them kind of put it in their own words and certain actors did that more than others i would say mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but yeah i think that i would say it's like probably like 75 percent the script and then a lot of like little flourishes got added um the i will say that for anybody who watches the movie like the final scene and there is a there's a totally improvised thing that happens during the credits but the final scene before the credits uh is 100 percent improvised oh nice. um and they like kind of saved my ass because i didn't like the ending that i had uh i think the final scene in the script was like a few lines and so the plan we basically were just like say those lines and then like run with it and see Mm -hmm. where it goes and we ended up cutting those scripted lines and just using a couple different of like combining improvised takes into the to find to make the final scene Um, did you do have two cameras going yeah yeah yeah. that's good yeah so we just set up two cameras on yeah pretty much at all times had two run in yeah yeah it's amazing man hey kids you can do it yeah, yeah. i mean that was my two thousand dollars big takeaway yeah well that's i've in five years of networking and you know right for crew yeah right well the crew i mean i didn't know like any of the crew other than the dp he was the one who had this network nice. of like depaul kids that he'd either worked with or had heard were good because he was still in grad school there so we got gear for free from depaul and like he he assembled the whole crew that's um, fabulous from them and i just got like friends to come bpas and stuff and so it was yeah a lot of like people coming in for a night or two and not really helping out for the entire shoot but just sort of piecemealing together like whoever can help out um yeah i still cannot believe we pulled it off but um when you told me it that you were like possible. shooting in evenings and like mm-hmm. half week- day weekends and so like it was just crazy to like yeah that yeah because everybody was coming from work like everybody was still doing and it was i remember feeling anxious about asking these performers to take a few weeks off doing improv shows oh sure <laughs> and had to have another friend who directs 
be like, you're putting them in a movie. Like you're giving them a chance to star in a movie. They're stupid if they're like, I can't, I have improv shows. Like, so I had to be convinced that this was like a worthwhile opportunity. It's wild. I mean, it is really wild that the proposition of like asking people for stuff, but it is amazing too, that a lot of people want to help and they want experience and they, I mean, that's, I, uh, that was like a huge takeaway was like, you never know unless you try and unless you ask. Yeah. And so the worst thing they'll say is no. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Okay. So that's fun. And, uh, then Daniel moved out here and now he's, uh, doing shows, writing stuff, submitting for things. So, you know, hire him for your late yeah. night show or your studio. Yeah, for really for anything at this point. <laughs> yeah, hire me for your dishes washed, yeah. if you need your dog carried Wait, around. Wait, can, can I bring up my favorite job that you ever did? For, oh, sure. Uh, bra- yeah, he, he answered a Craigslist ad for Browsers, the porn uh, website. Oh. But it was one of, it was a, it was a promo for what, like a discount? Like students yeah. were going to get dis- a discount uh-huh. if you had a student ID. And so it was a promo for that. So it was not an, like... It was all clothed or whatever, but so yeah. So you, you acted in it? Yes, I was just a featured like background. Oh, that's just, pretty fun. So there's a shot in this thing where there's, a, I mean, the whole premise, it's all like college-based, so there's all mm-hmm. these little vignettes of like porn stars helping college kids get through their and semester. clothed. It's all oh, like, yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Sure, yeah. They're in lingerie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is a shot. The final scene is like this graduation scene, and the, the camera starts on me in a cap and gown, <laughs> and then just a row of porn stars. <laughs> Uh, so yeah so that was fun i mean but that i i have a pattern of working in the sex industry or sex adjacent industry (laughs) oh yeah that's right i I worked at a sex shop in chicago for three and a half years oh i forgot Um, yeah you told me about this i was a virgin for the first year and a half of that so that's sweet it's educational there's a a movie in that oh yeah there's a movie and a pilot (laughs) i read that pilot yeah I think you read the movie too. I think you've Did read both. Movie? I mean, they've been through yeah. several revisions since I you last saw them. I probably haven't because I, I think I read the pilot like you were still in Chicago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the um, movie called? The movie is called Kinkpin. Kinkpin. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. That's, that's fun playing words. Yeah, inspired by a real uh, situation where a customer came in and asked me about the price of virtually every item, and then explained to me that these products are still illegal in his home country, and he was wanting to buy a little bit of everything to smuggle back and sell at a, you know a marked up price. So if I would give him a discount, he'd cut me in on the profits. Did and I I was it? like no, but I immediately wrote down the idea. Like I immediately wow, was like this yeah, is a movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, yeah, so that's combine that with the fact that sex toys are still technically illegal in Alabama. Uh, and the oh, fact that I was friendly I with my exterminator. My family lives in Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. They have to be sold as novelty items or for a medical purpose. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So like some real like old-fashioned, you know, Yikes. sanitarium hysteria yes, type yeah. of medical conditions there. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So wait, you, is that that's like Spencer's gifts and like a, you get a prescription written yeah. or like a like. Yeah, I guess. I don't you, know what you would get. A pre- I mean, you need to be. Well, I think like certain conditions, like vaginismus. I think sometimes uh, ladies you learned get a lot on the job. Hooked up. I, you know, <laughs> I was starting at like a negative <laughs> amount of knowledge. Yeah, how much experience do you have? Minus none. 10? Yeah, yeah. N- absolutely none. Um, That's so funny. No, because yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, like to like get your. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. That it's a, condition. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um well, cool. So, you know, if you need a, a medical consultant in the mm-hmm. state of Alabama, uh, <laughs> you know, 
hit him up. Shara's. I'll do that too. Yeah, yeah. he's he's licensed. Uh, we I just <laughs> made his license on Photoshop, yeah, so he's yeah. ready to go. Um, <laughs> and yeah, but you're a joke writer. You do the whole thing. So um, okay, cool. Well, okay, so now we're gonna cahoots. Yeah. Which, um, which one do you want to start with? Yeah. Do you want to like let's our, let our guest pick? Do we oh, had. Boy. We had tweet, had tweeted out some on the Cahoots Twitter. Oh, by the way, this is the first episode since oh, yeah. we did Cahoots, uh, an Instagram account as well as a Twitter yeah. account. So yeah, it's, it's, I think it's, yeah, we're on Twitter. It is, uh, at Cahoots podcast, which I think is the same for the Instagram. Yes. Yeah. I believe so. Yeah. So check us out. We're, yeah, and you I'm know, building our content. Randomly doing that. So, I mean... I don't know. Pervious might be a good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my wheelhouse. Yeah. Let's yeah. do pervious. Yeah. Let's do pervious. So like I pervious was, I, it was a joke. I want to say we had with Evan or it was somebody we were talking to. Maybe we were like hanging out last Saturday or something. Yeah. And it was like, cause like you always hear about things being impervious, hmm. you know, which <laughs> I guess is like, you know, resistant to damage or, or, or uh, being affected by, um, you know, impervious to water or something like that. And, and it's funny that it's one of those like qualified words that you never hear anyone talk about something being pervious, <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah. that's just, I guess, vulnerable, I guess would be, I, I don't know. I assume that's what the synonym to that is, but then it also has the word perv in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a couple ways to go with that. I don't know. Do you want do you guys want to have, do you have an idea? I mean, I'll what? start. Like, I think that, um, you have, it's, it's just a nice story. I mean, I don't know where it ends, but it's, it's a nice story about a girl who's vulnerable because she moved to a city. It could be New York, it could be L.A. Mm-hmm. Actually, let's make it Vegas. Okay. Oh, and, yeah. That, that's, yeah. And she ends up there, though, because she um, her like military high school boyfriend or something or I don't know. Something, mm-hmm. But then the, they break up and that's like the first that's like the inciting incident. So okay. then she's now vulnerable. She's pervious, guys. Uh-huh. And so she's in. She has to go get a job in Las Vegas. She's never worked a day in her life. She's like 19. Mm-hmm. And we're just going to see this girl like fall into the Vegas thing. But I think in the end, I think it's a, I think it's a happy story in mm-hmm. the end. I'm not, you know, I don't know what. So does she become like a stripper or a yeah, sex so, worker? Well, or something? Yeah. We're, we're going to get to the pervy part. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. maybe she starts as like, um, I don't know. We can make her 21 probably. So she can like, she mm-hmm. maybe starts as a bartender or something or mm-hmm. a hostess at one of these places, mm-hmm. cocktail waitress. Then she's like, but I think she should like rook the system. You know what I mean? Like sure, it'd be sure. kind of a cool. So it's like, she's vulnerable. She's pervious to like being, fleeced but in the end yeah. she gets she gets the mob boss that owns the strip club or whatever you know yeah sure or sure. like it could get super dark if she wants to like she go from uh hostess at one of these places cocktail waitress bartender dancer then propositioned for as an escort yeah. like all you know could get darker and darker and darker and then but we see her in the end you know in some fun like twist where she's smarter and out with yeah you, yeah you, you think that she's pervious and turns out she is impervious. And she is pervious in like act 2a whatever yeah like yeah. she's and well, the whole, actually, the whole second act, like she would, you know, be like taking some shit, obviously, and yeah. like, you know, getting rough, roughed up. I just made a kind hand, of a I just made a hand gesture, but yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like it as a comedy. Like, there's a version. Yeah, of it no, it's a not, great title for a comedy. Yeah, yeah, and that's like funny, and then you know, you just kind of see her get stronger and smarter, and like you mm-hmm. know, and then um, but yeah, there'll be like lots of pervy stuff going on because of yeah the setting. Which is like, uh, whatever. I'm thinking a lot, but I don't have it, it yet. You got anything? <laughs> um, I feel so. This is I commonly my brain works in like sketch first yeah. because it's I spent so long doing that that so I, this feels more like a sketch, and I'm not quite sure how I would expand it into a movie idea. But um, I, I'm picturing like a 
like a Miss USA pageant for like perverts. Nice. Uh, <laughs> to figure out like who is the perviest uh, person in America. I love mm-hmm. that. And so like I, I almost like is it like just a Christopher Guest like mockumentary kind yeah. of deal where like you just have oh sure different characters who where it's are, like I'm the feet guy and I'm the yeah. guy that like smells women's clothes right. or like I'm the you know like yeah like I'm the one that wants to like collect jars of toenails and mm. it's like well this is they're going to compete they have to compete in different categories of being more of uh, you know pervious and and who's going to win is like the ultimate biggest perv mm-hmm. and of course there's like a scandal with like bri- you know sexual bribes with the judges and um, I don't know it could be it could be fun to have some like uh, like lines getting crossed and like especially I think that is a misconception about the like adult world is that uh, and this was actually on that Brazzers shoot one of the porn stars was like so inappropriate and was uh, like groping she like groped her producer groped an extra and it's like oh I guess you've never worked anywhere but a porn set <laughs> yeah um, because so like this is not okay but like for the most part people were very respectful and I think that those people are like extra well-versed in having boundaries and like yes consent and so um i think it could be fun to to kind of like flip it on its head and have that be yeah uh, like they're they're even yeah they're better mannered than like mm-hmm. any other work environment ever. right yeah, yeah that's funny i mean all the all the sex workers i know are very uh yeah and like so <laughs> while you were talking I, I was thinking too though like and i don't know if this would fit into because i like the idea of like a christopher guest style thing and then i don't know um it'd be uh, maybe be funny if like there was a um okay so similar to best in show where you have the busy bee couple with parker posey and like so you have like one of the perverts is the guy and then but his wife is there and she's just so proud of him and like she's she's like supportive (laughs) of him and she's like she's like yes you know we like to you know she's got like from her neck up she's you know just like bad at bowl haircut you know mm-hmm. glasses or whatever but then like she shows up in like leather nipple clamps and the, like the whole movie you blur out her nipples because mm-hmm. she's not wearing a top you know it's like mm-hmm. cut out or something and like so um and she's just there and she's just so proud of him or like whatever that yeah, is. yeah she's bragging about like the disgusting she's like before i even wake up every morning he's yeah. already like you know <laughs> jacked off onto me in my sleep and like he's such a pervert it's great it's yeah. like yeah yeah and then you know they, their whole back like at one point you know in the grass in the Christopher Guest style of this movie, there's a thing where she's like, oh, yes, you know, we met, you know, in a library or something. And like, I, mm-hmm. I, I study uh, library studies. I have a master's in library studies or something. But she's like, I met him. He brought everything out. And like, we went to our, and then you cut to like these vignettes. Like, we went to our first, you know, like pony party. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, like wore the tail. And I just knew that like, this was it. And <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just a cutaway of her face reacting to seeing him for the first time in that. Or, yeah. 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 But that'd be really funny. I like that. Impervious. Ben, you got any impervious? Impervious. Pervious. Um, I said impervious. Pervious. Well, because... I I also just thought, you know, the uh, Notorious B.I.G. song? Notorious. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Pervious. I mean, it kind of... I mean, honestly, like it kind of sounds like it could be an alternate title to your pilot slash movie in a weird way. Because it's like the idea of somebody who... In a different, I mean, you did the, the female version, and it's like, but the male version of somebody who really just is naive and doesn't really know what they're doing, but is like put into a situation. I mean, that's like, it's just a, that's a good, you know. So if you ever wanted to change the title, you right. know, rebrand the thing, I think Pervious is a good, 
is a good one. I feel like I'm probably missing something, and I'll probably double back on it later. Maybe I'm just not on today. My only other thought was just that it was like uh, just a character's name, like oh, just a sure. straight up like precious. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Just a character. It's like a, named like, a, like a spoof Pervious. of precious. Right. It's just like a little fat kid named Pervious. <laughs> that like it's just like it's like you know he has to like. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like it would be like a Sundance coming of age movie, like you know, like. Um, I mean, this isn't a Sundance movie, but like my mind immediately went to that movie Angus. Mm-hmm. You remember that movie Angus? Yeah, so good, love Angus. Yeah, yeah. it's like you know, they're just like like it would be a kid that's just like you know, I don't know why his parents named him that, but there's like some sort of like reasoning behind the thing. But so it's just like this kid sort of suffering through life with that name and having to sort of like. Uh, you know, eventually own it by the end. And it's like a sort of heartwarming story about him getting made fun of all the time because he's this, like, you know, awkward, shy, like, overweight kid in, like, you know, Missouri or whatever. And, like, you know, eventually, like, you know, gets sick of everybody, like, kind of making fun of him and does something really funny at school. And then everybody, and it, like, kind of, like, it goes from being something everyone makes fun of to something everyone celebrates. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, you know, it's, like, probably then it would be similar, kind of, like, the, the sort of arc of, like, Oh, he goes from being awkward and made fun of for being pervious, like, oh, you're a perv and whatever like that. And then he does something really funny and gets celebrated for it. And then it's like, you know, he meets a girl or something like that and like probably does something inappropriate and then sort of finds out that like, oh, you know, it's fun and funny in certain contexts, but in other contexts you need to be vulnerable and Mm -hmm. sweet. Mm -hmm. And so like the pervious. Yeah, yeah. So like it's like a thing where he goes from being embarrassed and shy to brash and bold and like a you know pervert and then to being vulnerable and sweet and it's like yeah by the end he became you know pervious he became you know like out there as himself and comfortable with himself and i don't know yeah that's nice yeah it could be a good movie yeah i I think this was such a good movie that's such a good comp for that because yeah yeah i liked that movie as a kid it was it's such a sweet movie i haven't seen it in years but yeah yeah i always remember that like the soundtrack they always advertised the soundtrack, and it was like Star, from yeah. Green Day and Silverchair, and like it was like all these. And I was like young enough that I was just like wrote all those. I didn't know those bands, and I was like, because I was like probably like ten when that movie came out. It was like that's who you you know listen to if you're cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can just picture like the posters, like a you know like that movie. There was that movie Terry a couple years ago that was like a big. It was like a like a like a fat kid in high oh, school. Yeah. But it's something with the like, posters, just like a kid's face, and it just says pervious on his forehead. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty good. Yeah, I don't know. Have we mined right, that one? Right, yeah, I think yeah. so. You write that, write that Sundance movie. Yeah, you know, could be fun. Uh, what do you? Do you guys want to try the the photo one I showed you? Do we have yeah. anything? When? So, okay, so my friend Colin Alexander found a videotape in his apartment in uh, uh, Bushwick that uh, was, I believe, in a box of things that his friend and roommate Evan Schaefer had collected for some reason or other. Uh, Evan likes to collect a lot of weird things. Just and there's them a, out. Yeah, no, because well, if they hear it, then, you know, it's like, I mean, it's not anything bad about it, but there was you, a videotape that he found in his weird. apartment that was a VHS tape with a sort of printed label that just had the words Wendy's Punishment. And that's Wendy's, like, um, possessive. So Wendy's Punishment. And a lot of speculation about what the hell is on this tape. Um, we can talk about what we think might actually be on it, but also just like pretend that there is a movie called Wendy's Punishment. Katie, you got well, it. I mean, you were the first one to say, because it's spelled Wendy, like the fast food. Place. Like her. Yeah. 
Yeah, which it could have something to do with the fast food restaurant Wendy's. Yeah. Or a, a woman and her punishment. I don't know. It kind of sounds like a, like a weird, like a like a late 70s, like Italian erotica movie or something, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, like one of those ones about like a, a housewife that like, you know, like, um, what's the Louis Bunuel film uh, with Catherine Deneuve? Um, God, no, that's like such a idiot and i can't remember the title of that but yeah where it's like it's like about like a housewife that like gets into bdsm or something like that mm-hmm. like it kind of sounds like that's what it kind of sounds like to me but i don't i don't know if that's you know oh belle de jour is the movie i'm looking at it's like a housewife that becomes like a, a, a sex worker or something like mm-hmm. that that's kind of what wendy's punishment sounds like but i hadn't thought about that until now but i don't know i mean uh 50 shades of gray could have been called anastasia's punishment yeah no that was that's a good that's a good title love that movie um, yeah, Ben loves such a shades of gray. Big, big fan. I called that out in two meetings today. Did you really? <laughs> yeah, it came up in two different meetings, unrelated to anything. Two totally different meetings. Somebody mentioned the thing, and I was like, yeah, big fan. Big fan of those movies. Never read the books, but big fan of the movies. And uh, it always gets a reaction. Yeah, that's, a funny, that's one of those, yeah. Like, I mean, I remember, I remember when we were in that the room, I called that out as like a big fan. And every like you and everybody else, like Luke just shakes his head, my writing partner. So it's like, it's like oh, here he goes again. And the thing, <laughs> um. That's funny, though. Um, yeah. So it could be like Fifty Shades of Grey could have been like this, that, yeah. that kind of story. Well, that would be like, that's sort of the commercial version of the Spoonwell film that you're talking yeah. about as well. So like, um, I mean, I, I liked the idea because you were saying when you first brought this up, uh, you know, we, we eat pizza before we cahoots. So uh, <laughs> you had brought this up as an option and showed us the picture. And you said, like, it could be a training video or something, which I think is, like, the diving into the fast food world, right? And, like, uh-huh. the – I mean, I don't have a – I don't have, a, you know, any sort of, like, story here. But, um, yeah, like, some sort – what was that – what was the comedy with that was in fast food where he, like – do you uh, remember that? Was it Ryan Reynolds or is that not yeah. – was it not Ryan Reynolds? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Oh, uh, uh, Wait, was that the – that was the that was the one with the, the flair, right? Like – Jennifer Aniston works. Oh, no, oh that's, office. That's, no, office. that's Office. That's Office. Sorry, sorry, No, I think it is. It but might be like Ryan the... Reynolds and like Anna Faris or something. Like, Oh, I think you're right. No, I think you're right. Yes. It was like, yeah, it was They did something. Just Friends, right? That was Amy Smart. Movie. Okay. But that's also a really good movie. Yeah. Wait, is this one a good movie? Well, I just, it's just the culture of fast food. It's, it's the, or, or like, a, it's like an Applebee's or something. It's. Waiting. Um, waiting. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. Just that was like a, were like right next to each other. A restaurant, but there was one that I, I don't think it, it is was Damn, a Kevin Smith movie, but it had like some Kevin Smith movie people in it, mm-hmm. and it, it, I remember like a purple uniform. Like it, it well, was Clerks all fast too, food. They were in a fast food. Is that place. what I'm thinking of? Uh, maybe okay. there was because Clerks Two is in color and it, and they. I think I am thinking. I of think that. It, like Randall works in it, or maybe they both do, or something. Yeah, I think like no. That. I think you're right. I think yeah. Randall works Which in a fast food place. Which is actually a pretty good movie. Yeah, uh, no, I actually kind of like that movie. Yeah. I, so it is waiting, and that is right. It is. Yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds and Interferes. Because he like the guy like hawks a loogie on like the onion rings or something. Mm. I just, there was like so, there were a couple like I- iconic. Oh, the Batwing thing, right? Isn't that from that movie? I never saw it. Um, Batwing deals with some, you know, down under business. Um, I see. I can imagine but, kind of, but it like exploring the whole, like, you know, being a server, spitting mm-hmm. on pe- people's food who are, you know, assholes and that kind of thing. And like, I don't know. Yeah. Wendy's punishment. Maybe you like a hawk a loogie and a frosty or something. I don't know. So it's like, it's like, it's like a, it's a comedy about maybe, may, Oh, maybe it's like detention for, at Wendy's. So like, it, okay. So you have LA, 
and how let's just say like arbitrary number there's you know 15 wendy's in la mm-hmm. and they everyone who got in trouble this week at wendy's who <laughs> got it gets like wendy's detention <laughs> it's like the breakfast club but it's yeah, fast yeah. food workers who have to go to like it's like yeah it's you either lose your job or it's like it's like when you get a dui and you have to go to like uh Traffic school yeah. yeah it's like it's like the wendy's like re- rehabilitation thing which i'm sure most people that work at wendy's would just quit their jobs at that point if you had to do well, that you just build in the like yeah the girl the, the single mom the guy who's like mm-hmm. taking care of his dad who's you know whatever so it's like everyone's got and then, by the way, this might be like, you know, the America we live in today, you have to have like three jobs to, yeah. you know, pay rent anyway. So, yeah, it's like a, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it, there's some sort of uh, capitalistic statement about uh, economic disparity <laughs> in the thing. Um, Just because employment's up doesn't mean the job quality is, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but, no, no, no. but you'd have like a, yeah, it could be Breakfast Club, Wendy's, Punishment. No, Breakfast that's actually Club. pretty good. Did you see the movie Compliance? No. You haven't seen it. I We've talked known. about it. No. Okay. Well, for anyone who has compliance, could have been called Wendy's Punishment, and that's a really dark joke. But if you haven't seen the movie, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um, okay. I so the, yeah, because it's another fast food thing. Uh, what? If, but what if it's? Are we missing something? Are we missing an angle on this? Um, I the only thing that I've come up with was that um, you do uh, like a sequel to The Sandlot. And it's just a courtroom drama about Wendy Peppercorn <laughs> getting in trouble oh for kissing a little boy. Yeah, you know? oh, like yeah. they yeah, pin it on her. Yeah, I love that. Even it's though a, it's, it's his a, fault. Because well, I think aren't they doing a Sandlot? Wasn't that announced I think they, or something with the same actors? I think I heard. Are they that. for real? I think that's, that was announced that, that like was, on Monday I or saw, something. Yeah, that's I how I saw the announcement. What? It's very. This well, is like a couple weeks from now that this episode drops. But yeah, I think that just went up this week. Oh man. Yeah. Well, no, it's I haven't. I haven't watched it yet, but it's on my list. The Pin 15 show is like 30-year-old oh. actresses you've, you've yeah. playing teenagers. It's fantastic. And I'm guessing that's the same tone okay. that they're going to go with with this. It's almost like you kind of like wink and nod to the fact that like, yeah, they're 35 now. But like, yeah, yeah. It's, that's, what, that's part of the but by charm. The, but by the end of the movie, they were like, that's the fun thing about that was like, the Sandlot was framed as like, and now we are in our 30s uh-huh. and Benny the Jet is playing for the Dodgers. Like, yeah. Uh, and the actor who played the kid is like had a lot of legal trouble i think is he doing the new thing the guy that plays benny the jet yeah i think he as the kid version i i remember i was reading something he's the one who got this project off the ground because he needs the money man (laughs) yeah it must be but it was a little devastating to to wait but there already is a movie called sandlot 2 but i think that's a bullshit thing they did like a yeah they did a reboot with i think like the same kind of premise and kids that age and all that kind of stuff and oh, i man, ref- i was mad about that because the sandlot was like a sacred yeah one of my favorite movies as a kid what you know how there's just those fantastic one-line pieces of dialogue that just you'll just be like sitting or you like wake up or you are just like you know in your car and you're just like oh and it just comes in your head and you're like that's i love that line yeah and one of those reoccurring ones and um, my best friend Annie, who get, keeps getting repeated on this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we talk about her every. Episode. Um, but we always say it to each other as, um, "I kissed her long and I kissed her good." <laughs> oh God! Yeah, I forget. Okay, so fun fact. Or I kissed me. her hard and I kissed her good. I think it's that. But my my um, there was a summer in my childhood where the, there was a a dollar theater in my hometown that had like, I want to. It sounds insane, but this is like you know this is probably like 1990. When did the Sandlot? Sandlot came out in. 93 so this is probably 93 or 94 whatever the the dollar so i was nine or ten depending and the dollar theater had like tuesdays were 50 cents 
or something like that. Amazing. And like matinees might have even been like a quarter or so. It was fucking insane. And it was like, so like my sister who's three years older than me uh, and is like just responsible enough. He's like a 13 year old girl. It's like my mom would literally give us a $20 bill and drop us off at the dollar theater and we would see Sandlot like multiple times we'd she drop us off at like whatever like 11 a.m like whatever the first oh show gosh. was and pick us up at like eight o'clock at night so she'd like go run errands and stuff but if you got a large popcorn you got free refills oh my so God. we would literally oh spend God. the 20 dollars <laughs> to just buy tickets to sandlot and and refill the popcorn and spend eight hours in a day just watching sandlot <laughs> over and over and over again like you're responsible for like ten percent of their <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what numbers. the like what the box yeah. office. Is. I don't understand how like dollar theaters because it's like it's a second run theater basically. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like I have memories of yeah showing up in daylight and coming out and it's like dark and my mom's picking up. It's like raining outside and it's like yeah, we literally just watched Sandlot like four times or something. I feel like I did the same, but just at my house. Like I just watched. Oh yeah, it on once VHS, we had it the thing, it was, it was just, yeah. Like, yeah. and I don't even know why exactly, other than my sister like had a crush on the Benny guy or whatever. Mm. But like. It's a funny movie, but that's a, I forgot I forgot that bit of dialogue and like yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, and so, I I on I also remember as a young girl when you're watching movies and you're like oh I want to be her. It was always Wendy, mm-hmm. Pfeffercorn, Pfeffercorn, and then um, Crybaby with Johnny Depp. Oh, my sister also loved that movie. Yeah, S- same look like her her like you know it's it's got the like beat, same sort of tropey beats as Grease where it's like she does her yeah. makeover yeah. in the end and. Um, but she, it's she. If you put her next, to, I forget the character's name, but like if you put her next to Wendy, it's like the blonde. Yeah, hair, the bob ponytail. and the stuff. Or, no, it was a ponytail. Yeah, like yeah. The leather jacket. She went from being a square to a drip. Yeah, there you. Yeah. So if you did the sequel, the Wendy's Punishment one, it's like she gets me tooed for like kissing yeah. the boy. Oh, that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, she gets me tooed. Yeah, even though, uh, like, but she's being like twelve Angry Men, but she's being like gaslit and framed because it's like no what. I have evidence that he planned this whole thing. He orchestrated this. How is this my fault? It's like you're of age and he's not. Right. The law goes one way. Yeah. What are you going to do? That's pretty good. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah, and she's like, I tried to, I thought you were dying. I tried to save your life. And it's like, well. And I think you have, the, like, the Benny the Jet guy is, like, there for his own court case. Like, he's going through <laughs> the only family troubles. court with his, like, uh, yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. Okay. Yeah, because I, oh, the, oh, okay, one more. Yeah, please. Um, the Shining could have been called could have been called Wendy's Punishment. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty dark. Because <laughs> yeah, another one of those lines that just keeps popping in my head all the time is Wendy, light of my life. Oh yeah, hand me the bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. But Wendy's Punishment, Shining. Yeah. No, I mean that's like that's kind of like if you did the if you did a version of the Shining that was like almost entirely from her perspective or something like that, and it's yeah, yeah, that's a dark movie. Such a good movie. Oh, The Shining is like maybe one of my favorite, maybe the best horror movie ever made. I don't know. Yeah, it's didn't do well in box office. Is that true? It, it did not. I've never looked that up. Neither did. I don't think Blade Runner didn't do well either right away. Like like no, a lot of those yeah. big cla- like cult classics. Um, yeah, neither has Scraps, which is weird. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just we're we're really feeling the like you know the give lips. it twenty years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, Scraps too. <laughs> yeah. Scraps too. Wendy's punishment. <laughs> just, just fold it all in there. Okay, so uh, one that I came up with, or rather, discovered today, uh, was uh, talking to a uh, friend and producer Robin Marshall, uh, who you know they her company uh, produces the the produced the movie to all the boys I've loved before. That's what it's called, right? Yes. When I was great movie. I, 
I Netflix. still haven't seen it. Sorry, like, Robin. Yeah. It's like the highest stream movie on Netflix, I think. Yeah, I think that's that's the thing. And they're making a sequel now, which I think is, is public information. But uh, I was talking to her today and I uh, asked, you know, what she was up to or whatever. And she said that they're in prep on To All the Boys 2. And it sort of like blurred out of her mouth in a way that I thought she said toilet boys too. And I was like, it took me a second and then I realized what it was. And then as soon as the words toilet boys too came out of my mouth, I was like, well, I should probably write that down. So I don't know if there's any, I mean, it's a funny enough title and also just, you know, Robin, if you're listening, what's up? But like, hey, Robin, uh, you know, it seemed like it was worth at least trying. I mean, whatever toilet boys too is, it's a terrible movie that like, I don't know, but you said you said you might have <laughs> well, something. Well, I know because so. I mean, just because I think immediately my mind went to. Um, I always blank on the name of this, but the Will Ferrell, Mark Wahlberg cop movie. Uh, oh, the other guys. Other guys, yeah, yeah. I don't know why that is so hard to retain in my mind. That title, um, but you know that kind of like buddy cop vibe, but it's uh, they're plumbers and yeah. toilet boys. Um, toilet yeah. boys. Oh wow, that's good. Okay, so like. And then I, so yeah, I don't know. I love that it's two though. Like, like we, that was <laughs> toilet so, boys. Too. I mean, I kind of just, here's the, here's the really funny. <laughs> well, actually, by the way though, it could be toilet boys, T-W-O or toilet boys, T-O-O. <laughs> oh my God. The, the, the T-O-O is my favorite. That's so, like, so te- Teen Wolf 2 is like my favorite sequel thing. Cause I don't even think there's a subtitle to Teen Wolf 2, but like as a kid, just like that it's Teen Wolf 2, like also a Teen Wolf. Wait a second, though. I yeah. think you kind of stumble on something genius, which like, <laughs> has anyone ever put out a sequel when there's no... <laughs> like, you um... just come out bold and brash and you're like, this is Toilet Boys 2 and no one can find <laughs> Toilet Boys <laughs> 1. Uh, like, there's some weird... Well, there, there was a movie... The there was a, like a spoofy kind of movie a couple years ago that I might be fucking this up called dude bro party massacre three i think <laughs> and it was like it was like a spoof yeah. of like 80s things and so the, the joke was that it like yeah. w- i think i'm i hope i'm not fucking that up but no, yeah that's funny. yeah like yeah but toilet boys too because uh, yeah i mean i think uh well because if you do t-w-o then the whole movie could be about how they get separated and there's two of them. like you know i don't know like so you play on the word too where it's like <laughs> oh yeah Tons of shit jokes throughout Tons of as shit well. jokes. Number two jokes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kinda like, like, I'm picturing the cover of Toilet Boys 2 sort of looking like the cover of the Jerky Boys movie. Oh, yeah. Do you remember the cover of the Jerky Boys movie where, like, they're, like, there's, like, a phone dangling and there's, like, an FBI agent or something? Like, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, really, like, a really awkwardly, like, goofily staged, like, colorful 80s. For some reason, that's, like, popping okay, I also thought line. of a different plot line for Toilet Boys 2. It's Please. still plumbers. So there's, like... Okay, the big sort of culminating event, similarly to movies that end with like, you know, uh, the big the big wedding or the dance or the whatever the event is. So it's that kind of movie leading up to an event, and the event is that the mayor is going to give an award that's like a, a, a like a some sort of award to like a like a to like a craftsman whatever. And so it's mm-hmm. like, and the toilet boy, the plumbing. The t- <laughs> Is the plumbing company called the Toilet Boys? Yeah, I think that too. Yeah, oh it has to be. <laughs> <laughs> and, and they think they're going to get this award because they've had like you know they brought in more revenue. They've they're like because this is a award from the from the government from the mayor. So like they've they've the mayor they but like they they've like broken the least amount of codes and they've kept whatever you know it's like whatever their metrics are for like being the best sort of like craft in the city. But then it's announced and this is like the catalyst biz, page twelve business is like. It's announced that, oh no, 
it looks like it's going to go to the electricians or something or like oh sure and so then like the movie is them like having to like do their work as toilet boys like they've got all these clients mm-hmm. lined up between now and the big award ceremony but then they got to like take down the electric boys oh sure sure and it's some sort of you know yeah. yeah which is like which it's is a like rival a it's like it's like a camp, mean, it's, it's like a, it's like a like like in, in an 80s camp movie where there's like the rival camps yeah, yeah. Think, it's like the toilet boys versus the like power boys or whatever yeah. they're called yeah the like power dudes or something yeah power bros or something yeah. and like they're the they, uh, yeah i yeah. think what i yeah what i was Competing thinking utility servicing people might yeah. just be a scene in your movie but it, i basically was thinking like bad news bears but with adult like you have like this adult softball team so if there are like different companies like uh, you know the plumbers against the electricians oh, playing sure. so like i don't yeah i don't know why i'm on this like baseball kick tonight but yeah. um but yeah like sort of bad news bears where you're following this team of like misfits and it's just the toilet boys i mean that's actually really funny if it was yeah, like like in a thing where like if it was a story just about plumbers and like if it was like i don't know if plumbers have a union or not in different places but like if it yeah, was like the, sure, so- sure. the softball teams of the different unions whatever and so if the plumbing union their softball team was just called the toilet boys mm-hmm. is actually like that's funny and like yeah also the toilet boys too because of the shit joke so like yeah right they're called the toilet boys too yeah and there's two of them yeah <laughs> and they're are there and, a two-man softball team <laughs> and it's t-o-o under it because they're like we don't want to get left out and forgotten about guys yeah. <laughs> you know. is it so is, is it like jack black and <laughs> will ferrell or like yeah any, kevin james or it could you know. be, yeah we, we could also just we love the rock and kevin hart i mean <laughs> 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 the Rock and Kevin Hart as, as toilet boys. I mean, there you go. Like, I mean, honestly, like the Rock and Kevin Hart in anything is an instant. You oh know, God, I just got a, I just got a scene though. I just got a scene where like, um, uh, the like Kevin Hart's like plunging or doing some crazy thing, and he gets like just drenched in like grossness, and so he's got to put on like the Rock's like, oh, I got an extra shirt for you to <laughs> yeah, wear since you're all like wet and he like puts it on and it's basically like a tunic dress oh yeah yeah and he like has to go to work and he's just like don't look i'm not you know yeah, like he's yeah, not wearing yeah, pants or whatever yeah, yeah. i mean that's just i toilet boys turned out to be great no yeah we kind of <laughs> didn't think this one. i mean so wait we, what else we got here with it there's got to be because like toilet boys uh, i mean there's got to be another angle on this because we've already like mined so much that we didn't even think we had i mean i i i also can't help but think about the most famous toilet in all of America, which is a gold toilet. Oh, call it that exists in uh, Trump Tower. And well, that would I be feel like. Well, that but in the in the version that you're talking about, where they're racing to do to the to like, it's like a it, 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 this goes back to where it's just like two plumbers that have a company called the Toilet Boys, and they uh like are trying to be the best you know plumbers or the best competing with the thing where it's like the big climax is that the gold the gold toilet at trump tower gets clogged and it's like the big thing that's like you know the, the president's home for the weekend or you know whatever the long weekend and like somebody's got to do this but nobody it's like that's what their their chance to prove that they're the best is to go unclog the shit from donald trump's toilet i mean I mean, when you brought up the gold toilet, I was thinking like, oh, heist movie, like the, mm. where like these these guys steal oh, the golden toilet, really like good. a little bit like Tower Heist. Do you guys did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. I didn't because I don't support Brett Ratner. Oh kid. well. <laughs> well, the executive that I met with this week produced that. Well, uh, then it's great. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, was, <laughs> no it, was, it, it is. It is like 
I remember being like had some great stuff. No, it looked really. It like, actually looked fun, and yeah. it was like it was a but, coincidence the thing. But but the, but, the, but specifically like the bi- the biggest challenges that I remember from that movie, as far as like set pieces go, mm-hmm. is like how do you scale a building that's a tower? Yeah, you know? yeah. So it's like how do you? In which was just something that was like kind of a new fresh thing we hadn't seen quite. That yeah, way. which so is like yeah yeah. So doing a heist movie where they're specifically breaking into Trump Tower to steal the gold toilet. The toilet boys. That's yeah. like what they call themselves. Yeah. They're like, they, they, they go. Because it's probably I like have... you have like the guy that works in the, the kitchen at Trump Tower who's like the disgruntled employee. You've got the like the sort of, you know, the, the leftist social, the, the activist guy that's like, I'm going to tweet that I stole the gold toilet. It's going to be the biggest thing in the world. You've got, so you have different like the, the team is assembled from people. I don't know who instigates the thing initially if it's like, you know the guy who needs money for his family that like has a buyer in Dubai that he's going to sell the gold toilet to. And then you've got like, you know, then he recruits the inside man. Then he recruits the leftist guy. That's going to like, you know, get a bunch of people to do a protest outside to distract people from the thing so that they can break into the thing. Mm-hmm. And it is literally a Trump tower heist movie about stealing the gold toilet. And one additional fact is there was an artist in, in sort of a cloaked mockery, like made the gold toilet that's at the Guggenheim, just like up the street on, <laughs> Oh, is it true? So you got to swap them out. Yeah, on Fifth Avenue. So, you, like, you swap it out. So, you actually... Because Trump's is obviously, like, not real solid gold. Yeah. This guy actually... It, they said it's worth... I don't know how however much money because it's a solid gold toilet. And you can use it. And that's the whole joke is, like, it's, it's a functioning toilet made of gold at the Guggenheim. So, like, swap it out. Yeah. That could be, like, the button on it that's, you know, the twist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, or, like, the thing that's sort of... Or, yeah. Yeah. You have, like, somebody at Guggenheim who's in on it who, like, whatever. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean that's kind of great. That's really fun. Yeah, it's, movie. I'm thinking of like Masterminds, that movie with like Galifianakis and Owen Wilson, where it's like just like the dumbest like bank robbers of all time. I think one. it's based on a. It was based on a true story. I think that movie had some very bad luck and got shelved for years before it finally came out and had like a very quiet release. Um, but there's some funny stuff in there. Kristen Wiig's in it. That's so funny because I I thought of the movie Masterminds from 1997. Starring Patrick Stewart and Vincent Carthizer, that was like in Bradley Whitford, that was about terrorists taking over a middle school. Oh. And I had, I was like, oh, that's a weird pull. But Ooh, like, no, different. apparently a completely yeah. different. I've never heard of this 2016 movie, Masterminds. Yeah. They basically I just get remember. Galifianakis to, he's just like a simpleton who has like kind of nothing going on. And Kristen Wig like uses her feminine wiles to kind of uh, lure him into like committing this giant like bank heist because he like works for one of the bank companies so um and then they yeah they just like fuck him over yeah i can just imagine like the scene where all the trucks are like pulling in like screw you know like they in the bottom of the, in the mm-hmm. parking garage it's like and like we're the banking boys and it's like <laughs> we're the toilet boys, we're the, yeah. Toilet yeah. boys. We're, yeah. the, we're the banking bros there you go yeah i'd love to see like will forte and like yeah um. Ooh, who else? Who would be a good toilet boy? It. Who else is in? Who else is in? Uh, toilet boys too. Uh, so wait, did we? The s- heist movie. So wait, do we? I mean, we could still have the Rock and Kevin Hart. Yeah. Oh, they could definitely still be in it. The yeah. Tw- they can be the toilet boys. Yeah. Or the plumbers that are gonna be like at the center of it because they're gonna have to like. Yeah, because they're yeah they're gonna get they're gonna get the contract to actually. Yeah. So they have to. They, so they have they have to get a contract to actually be the ones that go into the thing to get it. They use the inside guy who's like, you know, a cook or some, and there's like some sort of yeah. other person that works Laundry, in there. Laundry, like whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, 
yeah, I mean, so, but fun actors. Will Forte for sure. Um, he could be like the like the the activist person that's going to organize like to just a distraction or something like that. You could picture mm-hmm. that. Um, uh, who's who plays Barry? Um, oh, uh, Bill Hader. Bill Hader. Oh, sure, yeah. Um, we I need love... some non dudes in there. Yeah, no, I was just actually thinking, like, go ahead, what were you saying? I was going to, Lakeith Stanfield, I would love yes. to see him. Well, in everything. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah. So good. No, we talk about him a lot. He's one of the best. Yeah. He's so, so good. Um, no, he'd be, and he would, like, he would be, like, shockingly funny. Like, in a oh, way yeah. that would surprise people, you know? like. Oh, he's the inside guy, then, at the, at the, like, he's, like, a host at the Trump restaurant in the tower or something like that. That's, like, you know, kind of, like, the distracted but, like, easygoing guy that gets roped into this. And it's like, yeah, okay, I'll do it. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like, and then it's, yeah, and then you have. Um, I'd, I want to see Chelsea Peretti and everything. I think she's super funny. And yeah. I feel I've like. I've been watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so I agree with you. Yeah, she's amazing. Yeah. I'd love to see her in the, a Toilet Boys heist movie. So she's like the uh, demolitions expert that's going to blow yes. up a, you know, um, <laughs> yes. I don't know what to, do, you know, like, I mean, because you have to have a demolitions expert on every team, even if you don't need one. Yeah. I, don't I want, know I want the... Jenny Slate to just like ramble nonsensically <laughs> to like distract people at some point. Just sure. Her, like, her, like, cause like we saw her do um, stand up and she just was like, who picked out my shirt? Like, and she just <laughs> did this amazing bit and just like. She, it's that was so based funny. on nothing. Captivating. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah. like, but I got boots and I got, like, I just, I can see. Yeah. Yeah. She's going to, like, distract the head of security while the, like, yeah, there's, yeah, there's a couple different. What else would you need to break into Trump Tower? We're going to get arrested. We're planning. I mean, look, this is all for entertainment purposes. We in no way are interested in breaking into Trump Tower and stealing the gold toilet. That's not what we want to do. That's not the point of this podcast. This all other nine episodes or eleven episodes prior to this were in a ruse to where we could plan this publicly so that it seems really obvious that we wouldn't be doing it. Because why would you plan it publicly if you were going to be doing it? That would be stupid. We're not doing that. Yeah. In the words of R. Kelly, that would be stupid. Why would we? Hashtag Guggenheim. Tweet at us. You know what's up. Oh my god! Yeah, or the the movie about the people that do ten episodes of a podcast to distract from the idea that they're yeah. This is the alibi that we're gonna do. Yeah, it's it's real boring leading up to just a lot of like drinking wine, jokes and, about movie titles that yeah. no one cares about, sitting around. Um, no, that was that 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 was great. That's like I think we that's a great movie. Yeah. Let's do one more. Okay. Yeah, what do we got? Um, Unless you want to have any other stuff to add to that, I think. Just that I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would watch that movie. Uh, let's see. Six O'Clock Stripper, Scratch Off, Bird Inheritance. Uh, we already did Pervious. Uh, well, six. Okay, so Six O'Clock Stripper came because. Um, oh yeah we were talking <clears throat> I mean it's just kind of it was a funny thing because it's we were talking about um, and I guess this is a common thing so we're talking to a friend whose wife was at a bachelorette party and he brought up he's like it's really funny because um, they ended up having it was sort of the inverse of like what you because th- it was like okay we have dinner plans and it, they have dinner plans they have plans to go out after so it's like well we want to do this stripper thing like as a kind of a joke or whatever. So like, when do you put that in? And I said that exact same dilemma happened for me when I was planning a bachelorette party for my mm-hmm. former roommate. Um, 
you know, that she knew she got to pick out the restaurant and then she's like, I want to go dancing. So she is like, Oh, I want to go to this place in LA and go dancing. So it's like, okay, well that's like basically from eight o'clock on, like until the bars close at you know, yeah. 2am here. So like, we're not going to get a stripper at 2am. Everyone's going to be going home and like, that's not the thing. Right. So like, when do we, we want, we were like, we have to do this, this joke of like the stripper mm-hmm. thing. So we're like, well, I guess we're booking a stripper at like 5.30 p.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like uh, on like a Thursday. Okay, great. Here we go. And then that was, we were just riffing back and forth about how funny that was. Mm-hmm. And um, like this idea of like the six, six, six o'clock stripper. It's like the lights, like the sun's still up. And it's like. <laughs> Which is like, it's kind of like a low rent magic mic sort of thing where it's yeah. like, you're the guy that like. I mean, there's probably a decent, you know, we, we always divide these things into categories, but like a decent Sundance kind of movie that's like about a guy who like, you know, is a male stripper for these kind of things. But it's like, it's got to be one thing if like, you know, like the Magic Mike thing, it's like you, you got, you know, like a crowd full of women just like going wild and like you're, you're like kind of the king of your own little domain. But it's like, what if you're a guy that has all the same skills and all the same everything but you're really just like the sort of novelty appetizer for like people's fun. Like no one wants, they don't, <laughs> they're not trying to fuck you. They're not right. trying to the, the fantasy isn't even really there. It is purely a novelty. Like, yeah. cause in magic, Mike, like there's all that stuff about how it's like a fantasy. You give them the fantasy, you give them what they, and it's like, no, what if you're the guy that just shows up for like, I don't know what, like 90 minutes yeah. before they go to dinner. And so like, you're just <laughs> like shaking your like, shit It's around. not even about you. It's about all the girls looking at each other going, oh my God, you uh, did can, this. Can you believe we did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, they don't, they're not even like turned on by <laughs> yeah. this. It's just like, I don't know what the movie is. I mean, there's definitely, I will say it's, it's definitely, there's like a short film in this for sure. Yeah. That's just like six o'clock stripper. The guy that just like, and you see him go to a couple of these things and just be sort of like, great like i gotta pretend to be into these women who were like not even pretending to be into me it's like not even really like a facade it's just a joke i'm just a joke and it's like how awkward it would be to be hot enough as a guy and capable enough as a dancer to even do that but know that you were just a joke it's kind of a sad and sort of funny story i don't know yeah i'm like picturing a guy who's like just basically paying his dues and then he's like hanging out at the club later that night and seeing all the glory that like the headliners are getting but he's like he's just the out call daytime guy at this point but like at night he like takes tickets or like is the dj or whatever but like Yeah. yeah you're just watching him chase his dream um, well, it's it's like it's like the other guy's version of Magic Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. it's like the guy that's like his dream is to be Magic Mike. You know, it's like, but he's not even. It's like, yeah, he's he's the yeah. And like stripper. Magic Mike sprains his ankle one night, and mm-hmm. he's like, "I'm on, you're on, Joey." <laughs> Magic Joey doesn't have the same ring, but you know, <laughs> Magic Joey six o'clock stripper yeah. is a pretty good. Like you, yeah, that's and then like you know, there'd be some really funny scenes where he gets. Cause, okay, so having been through this process, I picked out the guy and everything. Um, what criteria did you choose to pick the guy out, by the way? Just, I mean, well, not so, that I need to know this, but, like, in case our listeners are, like, looking yeah, for some Yeah, no, guidance, this is all very educational right now. Um, and I, I'm all about educating people mm-hmm. and helping, you know. Um, yeah, so get the word out. <laughs> um, no, I, we, so my, my, uh, the, ba- the bachelorette um, was marrying a British man. So the one criteria was, like, can he do... A British accent. If it's bad, it's even better. Like I like, but I just need someone that's willing to. Hello, ladies. It's me, Magic Joey. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I was like, if you can do, because I was like, everybody has the cop thing, fireman thing, you know, that kind of stuff. But I was like, can can he be a constable? Yeah, yeah, (laughs) or a bobby. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I want like I want the uh, a member of parliament or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually a better stripper thing rather than a Bobby, even though it's less recognizable. He's he's an MP. Yeah. For, you know, <laughs> yeah, British Prime Minister. Like his hair's all mussed up and he's got a bow tie on that's like half it's crooked and he's got a briefcase full of like documents. Yeah. But I did get sold hard on the guy that we and the guy we got was like fantastic. He, he was really sweet and everything, but it was it was just funny because I I had called because I'm like I you could you know on the I literally just Googled it. Yeah, Five as pages you do. Come up, you, you know, you start like looking, and then the guy was really nice uh, when I called. He's like, "Yeah, you know, they'll, uh, I, I, you know, I highly, I'll send you a couple, but you know, I, th- I highly recommend." I honestly do not remember the guy's name, but mm-hmm. um, you could have plugged him. It's a shame. I yeah. know, right? You know Chimney I mean? sweep Chris. Chimney sweep Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the character, I guess, I know, right? not the his cock- actual <laughs> name, but that's his. That's his British. With the cockney. He's like, yeah. Is he a chimney sweep? I like, <laughs> I like the idea though, where he's like, "Well, here's the thing about Chris. He doesn't do London. He'll only do Cockney and Liverpool. Like, he's very particular about his <laughs> accent." He's just me. He will be covered in soot. So. <laughs> And no cleanup included. So. Um, no, but I, I was like, great. He sounds, this guy sounds great. And then it was really funny because, um, uh, like, my old apartment. So, I like, we knew, you know, we scheduled him, knew he was coming at a certain time. I was in communication with him. He was texting me. He got to um, our place. And, you know, the bachelor had come already. And we were all just, like, doing, like, pre-drinks before dinner. And, um, and it was me and, like... Pretty much, I think all the other women knew. So, like, this was, everyone sort of, like, looking at each other. And then I get the text. And so, I go down to get him. And um, it was just funny because he, you know, he, he, like, had his little, like, jump bag of props Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, uh, you know, he came in and, like, basically, you know, he's like, okay, I'm just going to change real quick. And then I'll just, like, be in, like, five minutes after you. You know, so, went back in the apartment. He comes in. And he had, like, a whole... It's like basically like four acts of business. It's like he comes in and like mm-hmm. immediately identifies her because she's got like the the bachelorette sash on and the whole thing. Oh, that's what I was gonna ask. How did you did you like point her out? But yeah, I guess. Yeah, but it was also like everyone staring at her, going, "Huh." Ah! Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you know he did his little dance with her, and then he retreated for a second and came back out and he had like a bag of like gummy bears and you know did the whole thing of like you can eat them off my chest kind of thing, <laughs> and then retreated again and then mm-hmm. came back and did like more dancing, and. And, uh, yeah, I guess maybe it was like three parts or four, whatever it was. But, um, and then in the end it was like, all right, so it's time to go. And he had a boom box, the whole thing, yeah, right? Yeah. And then it was like time to go. So he like packs his stuff up and, um, I walk him back downstairs cause I had to like let him out of like the gate of the parking. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, and he's got like a, he's got, like a Toyota Trocell or something. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. like, and he opens up his trunk and he had just costumes everywhere, mm-hmm. you know? So, and I was like, I was like, okay, great. Thank you so much. That was so funny. You know? And I was like, how, how's, how's your, how's the rest of your night? And like, you know, I think the sun was like maybe barely setting at this point. <laughs> it was like, you know, six thirty and oh, like seven o'clock. And then he's like, He's like, oh, great. I got like four more to do. This was the first uh, one. And he's like, you know, cons- construction workers up next. Like <laughs> grabs the jump bag, gets in the driver's seat. Wow. I mean, but that was in what year was that? Uh, 2015. So, yeah, I mean, 2015, I don't know what the like number one would have been. I mean, I, I was joking the other, when you were telling us earlier the night, like Wolverine or something like that. Like I was trying to think what were like oh, the yeah. real niche ones, but like. You know, for a minute, I bet Christian Grey, I bet like a, a silver tie and a suit was probably a thing. Oh my God, yeah. I bet now, I'd, I bet, I bet like now Aquaman would probably be a thing, which is probably a pretty good one to see. I don't know. I just like thinking of what the funny sort yeah, of like fantasy the, like, costume relevant. things would have been, yeah. 
in our movie, the, you know, six o'clock stripper movie, like what are the different things he has to wear? I mean, the best is if it's like, like someone just calls and they're like, oh, they're a big cinephile or something. They're just like, they just love like green book or something. Just like, how do I integrate? (laughs) Just (laughs) dancing with a bucket of chicken. Like, Like how, yeah. And an Oscar holding a little like fake Oscar award. (laughs) Something so, you know, or no, the best would be like, um, uh, uh, the what? Which one? <laughs> the one, the one best picture last year. I'm so bad. Um, the fish fucking movie. Oh, oh, Shape of Water. Oh <laughs> my of God! Water. I bet if that you're is like, one. If you're like, yeah, my she's really obsessed with Shape of Water. Yeah, so like, it's like she a Shape of loves... Water like like mask yeah. thing and like. And a... I'm like, God, this costume's so expensive. Oh like, I hope God. more people ask for it. Yeah, and it's like, like, and he's getting like lipstick smears yeah, all over it. He's got to reapply the. Yeah, oh God, that's disgusting. But probably, <laughs> I mean, yeah, people wanted to fuck that fish guy. That's <laughs> if we learned one thing. Yeah. Ge- yeah. You mean Guillermo del Toro? Yeah, yeah I mean the him too. Probably, yeah, yeah you know. Yeah. Um. No, I think that I like the the aspirational, but all you know, there's got to be those great scenes too, where he gets like just called off at like one thirty in the afternoon, and it's like a yeah. I desperately want to see like a scene where a stripper does a house call, like because I know some strip clubs have like buffets and food available. Oh yeah, especially oh, in the yes. south, you know. Yeah. But I would love, love, love to see like a miserable house call in the middle of the day where people are just like eating lunch at like a at a table. It's not like a. It's not set up for performance anyway, and they're just sort of knife and fork, just chomping away and like, you know, golf clapping or whatever for. Oh yeah, well in in where I'm I'm I grew up in Georgia, mm. from Alabama, so it's both grew up around both, and there's a, in on I think it's on I seventy five South. Uh, there's a strip club called We Bear All. And um, it's basically like a Waffle House that is also a strip oh club. God. It's a tr- so it's a, it's advertised as I believe it's a twenty four hour truck stop strip club oh, wow. that has it's like you know it'll be like you know eleven ninety nine steak dinner twenty four hours and it's like and they have like pictures of these girls on the billboards that like. I mean, they look like they're like high school yearbook photos from like nineteen eighty seven or something like that oh, with like God. big hair and stuff mm-hmm. and it's like. I, I mean, my entire childhood, we'd like drive down to Florida on I-75 South and I would just like see those and just be mystified and like, what the hell? And like, honestly, the next time I'm home, I should probably just do it. Yeah. Just go just to see. I mean, also, I'll probably get like knifed by a meth head like in the parking lot or something. But like, yeah, it's like the idea that you could go at, I mean, it's 24 hours. You could go yeah. at 3 p.m. You go at 3 a.m. You could eat a steak at any point and some wonderful young lady, I'm sure, is going to do whatever she does in right. a off the interstate and you know rural southern georgia yeah that's, yeah that's kind of what you're, just, it, it exists is what i'm saying oh yeah we can go oh i'm want. from north carolina yeah. so there oh, okay. were, yeah, you yeah know. i'm yeah. very familiar yeah. i mean that was one of my um i did work at a spencer's gifts that was my like first job when All i was right. in high school and there was a uh like day one basically one of my co-workers looked at me and said hey man you mind if i call you gimpy <laughs> And I was like, yeah, sure. So, <laughs> so for that entire... Knock yourself out, Brian. <laughs> in, that entire... Wes was his name. Oh, um, hell yeah, He was Wes. actually like very funny and cool, but just like such a fuck up. Um, and so for <laughs> yeah, the whole I've summer... a couple Wes's like that. Mm-hmm, I think probably all of them. Um, yeah. But the whole, the whole summer, everybody, the campaign was like to pimp the gimp. Um, because I was already kind of leaning into this comedic persona of like, oh, I'm a, a virgin and I can't even talk to girls. Like rather than trying yeah. to play it, 
you know, cool at all. It's like, no, 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 no. I'll make fun of myself before anyone else can. And so you put so, the mask on right when you get to work and just zip your zip your mouth up. And... I wish. Uh, <laughs> instead, I just had to take it all just, yeah. <laughs> with, just well, on your yeah. yeah on my bare skin, <laughs> just all the verbal abuse. But so <laughs> so there was <laughs> there was a stripper that came in named Mandy, and she had like just Iron, started. Uh, why? Okay. Mm. She had just started at a strip club, and she was like very cute. Um, and so my coworkers were like. Gimpy's a virgin like you, you know can you hook him up if he comes in whatever and so she was like dancing on me and stuff very cute gave me like discount cards did you nice. go solid I was 17 I, oh I you was, couldn't even get I into was, the yeah strip club. I was <laughs> too young to be getting danced on and too young to be going into the strip club and so but I remember distinctly Mandy's punishment that she like came it. back Mandy's punishment, yeah. for real because she came back a couple <laughs> months later and was like fucked up like like whatever was going on in her life had really and she was still working at the strip club but like (laughs) just was like a different person i think drugs and whatever so it was um eye-opening but uh yeah so i'm i'm very familiar with with that idea yeah yeah so you've you've seen yeah. that side of it we don't need to go to we bear all right to, to learn a life lesson we about. should but we don't, uh, yeah we don't yeah, yeah. To, you know, next we next will. christmas if we're both home for the holidays <laughs> yeah. you know we'll you, you mean to have to yeah we'll come do our on. thing i'll come you know? over let's keep going <laughs> yeah east. no we can we can we can reunite we can we can podcast from we i bet we could you know oh, <laughs> record on a yeah. phone we just need one outlet yeah, I know. We can do yeah, we can do a mobile. I'll get a I'll get a little Zoom um, recorder and we'll do a thing. Yeah. I will say I want to pitch like an opening scene for the Magic Joey movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like it opens with him on stage just fucking killing it and it's mm-hmm. like he th- this is like what he is part, you know, just him as a star and like the women are screaming or whatever. Um and then cut to someone's like, "Joey, Joey." Mm-hmm. And it's like Someone flip like it's dim and he's like, What? And it's like someone flips all the lights on and it's like you get to see that like strip club oh, vibe. Strip club in the daytime. The, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fluorescent lights and he's just like, yeah, scraping the gum off the chair or something. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Or he's by like gum the, I mean. He's the he's the, the sorcerer's <laughs> apprentice. Like yeah. He's the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's yeah, so you get a little fantasy and then But I mean to really like as in a comedy to like really like i really want to see the the him with the the those laminated uh linoleum tiles just like mm-hmm. just focusing on them clean, you know just someone washing him clean it and he's just like oh yeah yeah <laughs> he's working fluorescent out. lights everything's a little bit green <laughs> oh yeah just the gross i mean yeah i can't imagine well i can't imagine well yeah well, how? Where are we? Are we? I think we're good. We're at like an hour and ten. I think it's kind oh, of. I think right. it's kind of perfect. We did. We pitched some good stuff. Yeah. No, this. Yeah. This. I was low energy at the beginning, and then I. We, I think we, we found a groove. I think it was good. And uh, toilet you know, boys. Yeah, that ended toilet up being boys too. way better than I ever thought it was going to be. So, thanks to Robin Marshall for that. You know. Yeah, Robin inspiration. Marshall. Uh, hey, girl. And uh, thank you to Daniel as our guest. Thank thanks you guys for, for having me. Yeah, here. come yeah. back. Uh, what's your to. what's your Twitter or something? What how do people find you online? Uh, yeah, uh, Twitter is damn y'all Shar. So clever. Which is maybe hard to find, but uh, I got danielshar.com and that's got links to Twitter and the movie and the pilot and the web series and all that stuff. All so. right, well check him out. Hire him. Ask him questions about sex toys or, you know, anything else that he comedy. I mean, he's an expert on a lot of things as you've learned today. <laughs> so, you know, 
Check them out. And yeah, specifically sex toys, though. Mostly just sex toys. Yeah, yeah. he knows it all. So yeah. thanks for listening. And sex-related uh, illnesses. Yeah, that too. <laughs> you know, if you're in the state of Alabama. Yeah, you got you got someone to smuggle you some dildos. Yeah. You said no then, but maybe you'd say yes now. Uh, things or circumstances have changed. For yeah. <laughs> He's 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 he's, he's open willing. For business, he's ready sure. to make some deals, guys. Yeah. I'm trying to track that guy down. And yeah. find <laughs> That's a movie. Daniel's deals. And he's gonna find that that guy in like Saudi Arabia yeah, or something. He's somewhere in Africa, I believe. Oh man. Oh, yeah. That is a good right. Okay. I love that. Well, you could you could you we could be having if you had just followed through on that, we could be doing cahoots right now from your mansion in the hills. <laughs> I know. Built on a sex toy empire, a black a black market sex toy empire. What a what a mistake. I mean I don't blame you, but uh all right. All right. Well, yeah. Well, thanks thanks for, listening for listening and uh, tweeted us or whatever. Cahoots Podcast yep. on Twitter and at Instagram. Yep. We got social media Cahoots pages. Podcast at gmail.com. All those things. So, yeah. Cool. Kate, Ben. Yeah. Charman, Daniel. My cat who's been asleep this whole time next to yeah, us. Yeah. Jumped a couple times, but all right. Bye, all everyone. Right. See you.